TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tom Ackerman with you. Welcome back into the Gray Bar Sports Open Line from Jupiter, Florida. And we're joined by the Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosellock. John, how are you? I'm doing well, and you? I am doing great. It's great to be down here. First of all, let me tell you, thank you once again for setting us up. We have a wonderful studio here in this conference room across the street from the ballpark. You take great care of us. Uh, the organization always does. So KMOX can't thank you enough for the accommodations and, and all that you provide us down here at spring training as we've been going since the start. Well, I'm glad we can help. Don't get too comfortable. Next year could look a little different, though. <laughs> yeah. What is that going to be like? To, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll save that for a winter show. Yeah, let's do that another time. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing how that the end result of all of that. But I know you're going to tear some stuff up down here as we uh, watch the construction of this baseball team. It's been an interesting spring training. I actually I anticipated it being uh, interesting, and I found it to be uh, really great to be able to see young players get opportunities and to see them, you know, not have to jam it all into a short period of time with players at the world baseball classic Mo, I do feel like they get a chance to show what they can do over a longer period. Do you feel the same? I do. I do. And I think, you know, the biggest you know difference right now is, is the, these guys are getting a huge opportunity given, you know, two-fifths of our rotations gone, um, three-fourths of our infield and two-thirds of our outfield. And, and so what's been really enjoyable is just seeing how these young guys are taking advantage of this opportunity. And so I think uh, anybody that loves following our, our prospects, and we certainly have a, a really exciting group to do that with, uh, I hope fans can take advantage of that. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed that, that everything continues to go well. I think, you know, over the, the course of the next few weeks, we're going to have some really, really hard decisions to make. And uh, um, But I'd much rather that than trying to fill out a 26-man roster where I can't even come up with the name. So um, I do anticipate uh, the next 14 days to be pretty interesting down here. I hear that. Oh, we got some good news today from Jordan Walker that his right shoulder strain is okay, cleared to play and, and hit and throw. And uh, what happened uh, just over the last 24 hours, Mo, to your top prospect? Well, you know, a little scary on a slide. Um, anybody got to see that knows he went head first. And I, I think the ground might have still been a little damp and he just stuck. And so it just felt uncomfortable. Obviously, uh, in a situation like that, you just want to make be prudent. And uh, so 
he was removed for precautionary reasons. I think it had it been a maybe regular season game, he, he may have uh, been able to like, fight through that. But, you know, someone at his age, someone on what, you know, expectations are, it's still best to be prudent. Yeah, he has had a terrific spring. He's put up some terrific numbers, but it's also just the way he goes about his business. As you see the outfield start to ramp up here in terms of competition, it's real, isn't it? Jordan Walker is competing for a job, or is he? How, how do you see all of that? We've got a couple of guys in the WBC. <laughs> that was an interesting question, but I would say that, that of course, uh, um, his performance is, is opening up eyes. I think everybody is, is really well aware of uh, the type of talent. But I think you also have to recognize the incumbents, right, uh, with yeah. Tyler, uh, Lars, and, and Dylan. And, and so a lot of this depends on how they play, too. So I think as uh, you know, it's a little bit of a question mark when you when when Tyler's not in this camp right now. It's a little bit of a question mark when Lars is not in this camp right now. Um, obviously, Dylan is, but you know what these guys are doing and what they do over the course of the next couple of weeks is is, is certainly going to impact how we think about making our decisions. I am intrigued by Mason Wynn as well. I know that everybody else is. So he is showcased a lot in your infield but you know th- we've talked a lot about him i think I- I- i'm i'm still curious about alec burleson i, I-, I- he's going to get a-, a shot at dh today uh how do you see him so far in camp well I-, I think you know i think most of us are all excited about what he can do offensively and then what type of flexibility he gives you defensively now obviously he can hit from the left side we see him as someone like more of an all fields type hitter, not just like pure power. Um, and, and so as you watch things unfold, I mean, you also have to like throw, I think, Yeppy into that type of conversation too, because of, 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 you know, potentially how you might line up DHs. And, and, and as you think about um, your day-to-day lineup. So I, I think that's why when I said the next couple of weeks, there's going to be some, you know, really difficult decisions and, and, Based on how people are playing, you hope they kind of force your hand into having to uh, decide how you want to see playing time shake out. But, you know, Ollie and the coaching staff, we we talk about it fairly regularly. I don't want to say daily right now because we're trying to just allow these guys to go out and play and not rush to any decisions on on, uh, March 12th. Ultimately, we're going to have to have a a starting lineup on March 30th. and, And so, you know, lots going to happen between now and then. But as as these younger guys are competing for innings, competing for at bats, um, I think there's there's going to be a, a, there's a lot of uncertainty between now and then. And even as we talk about somebody like a Burleson, you know, even there's more question marks. Even how you think about like the bullpen and, and guys competing for those innings. So that will definitely be fun to watch if you're a fan. Yeah, I like shifting to that. I looking yesterday at Zach Thompson who continues to put up zeros. Packy Naughton, nice outing yesterday. A couple of lefties looking really good. I just that bullpen's got some other names too that are starting to push their way into it, left and right side. That that is I guess a good problem to have because you're jammed up there. And then on top of that, you have some pitchers who can start but also play a role in the bullpen. It's fascinating. It is. And, uh, you know, you, you think about somebody like a Jake Woodford um, or, or Drew Verhagen. I mean, both guys are throwing the ball exceptionally well right now. Um, you, you know, it would be uh, obviously if we were to break today, they're, they're both on your club. And, and so, you know, those are spots that maybe people weren't thinking about. And then you go jump back to the WBC conversation 
and you you know you take a sneak peek at like what Palante did in his outing there for for Italy and uh, super impressive. So again, when you're having these situations where guys are performing well in this camp, it, it some years there's there's times where you're you're still looking for a couple more to step up and do it. Uh, currently, as we stand here today, we have a bunch of people that are playing well, and you know there's. If using the analogy of the musical chairs, at some point the music's going to stop, and 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 who's going to be left standing? Yeah, I hear that. You told us from the beginning this is a spring training of opportunity, and it's out there for a lot of these players. That's what makes it so fascinating. Meanwhile, players that are in the WBC, like Adam Wainwright, are also. It's important to to see what they do. I mean, we talked about Wayno and his velocity in the mid eighties. What did you think of yesterday? His outing against Great Britain when he went four. Well, I certainly um, got a little nervous when he gave up the home run, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I did pay attention to to the velocity there as well, and I think he's aware of what he's doing. I didn't feel like his fastball; he was struggling like with spotting it. But you know, the the key to Wayno's success is always the ability to spin it. Um, you know, that's really been how he's been defined over the last uh, ten years pitch off the fastball, but use the breaking ball as sort of a swing and miss. And, you know, last night he settled down and that's what he did. Uh, you know, I imagine a lot of adrenaline flowing on both sides last night. And they'll be uh, curious to see how he looks in his next outing. But, you know, he's such a competitor. I just, you know, I, I, I would tell people just remind yourself, like, never bet against him because he always finds a way. I hear you on that. No doubt about it. We've learned that lesson many, many times. WBC is a high-charged atmosphere, too. I mean, it, it's it's interesting what's going on in Miami. I told you uh, and our listeners that I got to spend a few minutes with Yadier Molina, and that interview we'll hear coming up here in just a few minutes. He is managing Puerto Rico, and, and I just love the, the atmosphere down there. I think it's good for the game. I, I think I understand it more now being there, and it, it's a reminder, Mo, that and you've traveled around. This game is bigger than what we see here in, in Major League Baseball. It, there is there is so much to discover about this game, I think, still to come, isn't there? Well, I think like, like any time you, you, you think about a, something that's really, I think we'd all agree, is like you know, a national pastime here in the United States. But there are places around the world that, that baseball is, is highly thought of. And, um, you know, when you get the opportunity to go see a game down in Mexico or Dominican Republic or, or Venezuela, the, the fan base, the energy that, that goes on in those games is, is, you know, it's different than here. And, and so when you, when people talk about their experiences internationally, the passion for what they, what they believe in and how they follow the game is really unique. And, and so when you then put in countries like Japan or Korea that are, are very proud of the game of baseball. It's, it's different. And I think it's, it's good. And yes, I mean, like, you know, someone that runs a team, I, I certainly would rather like all our players in this camp and, you know, just prepare for our 2023 campaign, but, you know, taking a step back and understanding, like, you know, trying to really build the game and build the brand, you, you, you have to have some level of sacrifice to do that. And, you know, I, I take a lot of pride that we have 17 players competing in the WBC. I think that's a compliment to the organization that we have good players, and the fact that we have so many off our our 40 man roster is also, uh, you know, I think a reflection of of why we're you know a good team. And so, you know, I I, I hope like these guys get to play and have a deep run. 
Um, obviously, some of these guys are going to be returning uh, sooner rather than later. But, uh, you know, I hope they gain something from the experience. And there's no doubt when you're going out and playing, like for Team USA last night, the energy and the adrenaline is a lot different than if you're going to uh, play today against Washington in the Grapefruit League. This is just one final thing for John Mosellock. Mats and Flaherty are important. And I hustled back yesterday because I wanted to talk to Jack, and I'm getting a really, really good vibe from him. I, he just he seems he, he's in a very good place from a pitching standpoint. Where do you see Jack? Yeah, I would I would echo that. I, I feel like yesterday's outing was good. He's you know I think when you when you look at at performance, that's one thing, but how people are recovering, how they feel. And I think in, in Jack's particular case, he, he is in a real good spot, both physically and mentally. And, you know, I think he's excited to, to have a, a really robust season, which, you know, in, in this business, that's awesome. So, um, you know, happy to see how he performed. Uh, obviously, match goes today, which is critical. I think anytime you're, you're sort of setting up for the season, you want to just make sure the guys are getting their work in, they're making the, ju- the adjustments they need to make when they're out on that field. And they're seeing some sort of uh, uh, positive return on that. And when when you're seeing that, I think from a, a, a coaching standpoint and, and an organizational standpoint, you, you feel good about it. And that is exactly like someone like Jack is. It, we're seeing that. I appreciate all of this, Mo, and uh, see you over at the ballpark today. Thanks for being with us. All right, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you. John Mosellock with his sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Quick break. We'll come back. Yadier Molina is next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and ATT at tmobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.